0: We are live. I uh, have to apologize to Craig Uh-oh. to start the show uh, because he texted me the other day, as you guys heard on the Kirkman Show today. And I would have gotten back to him, but I've been laughing so hysterically for the last thirty six hours. That's why I didn't <laughs> text you back. I know you were very concerned about it, so I just—I had to compose myself to do the show today.
1: No, I thought you were just more disgusted with me. I didn't think it was that funny. I was just like, "Isn't that funny?" Sub. You heard, you heard
0: uh, Justin's. You heard us today, right? I yes. Yeah, I, th- I thought that was very funny.
1: <laughs> well, I texted you guys both at the same time, and yeah. then uh, I said, "I was like, I said this to Mike, and he didn't say anything." Yeah. Like normally, Craig, you,
0: again, Edge Lord and Shock Job Craig, Craig Coney thought I must have been so no, offended.
1: Normally, with that by kind of outrageous humor, yeah. Normally, with that kind of stuff, you'll either like. Send your disgust or
0: shock, Jock. Craig he doesn't care who's dead. He's willing to make a joke.
1: Yeah, I miss John Stewart already.
0: He's a great man, and uh, you know, I know I tweeted out and talked about it, but yeah, he was one of the one of the Schaub Thirteen, as uh, we call ourselves. I think there was thirteen of us, something like that. Now there's less, so. <laughs>
1: That was a lovely way to put it (laughs) He's uh, he's a great man
0: And yeah, the the funniest thing of the night Might have been him showing up with 20s And just
1: slapping them in my hand That was the funniest thing Because I saw you tweet out um, Something about what he said About, uh, I'm surprised you're a fan of him And I was like, let's not forget like When he showed up, he handed you a 20 Like you valeted his car He's
0: like, this is going to be a great show He thought I was introducing him Like, I had a hot tip about prior in the
1: 70s. It was funny because he was sitting right next to you during the show. Yeah. And um, it was him, you, then me. And I would just look over and he would be sitting there with his arms crossed, like, wondering when the show was going to get funny.
0: (laughs) This guy guy (laughs) fucked me.
1: (laughs) And he was just curious why we were laughing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, a great man. Rest in peace. Sounds like there's going to be an event for him, obviously. Uh, catered and hosted by Justin Trudell. So that'll be
1: interesting, I'm sure. Oh, good. I'm halfway through the call, so I must not have gotten to that part yet.
0: Oh, it's the I thought it was the best segment of the show. I mean. Oh, you're in for a treat.
1: <laughs> oh, good.
0: <laughs> so uh, keep listening. And then uh, after the show, after the Kirk Minahan show today, I learned an interesting bit of uh, information involving this program. Uh-oh. As much as I may be disgusted by Craig's text behavior, mm. uh, he's my only loyal soldier here. He's my, he's my guy. You know, uh, this is what you people say. Uh, why do you like, why do you, why is Craig on the show? Why do you like Craig? I've got no choice but to like Craig. He's the only guy that likes me back.
1: It's not, the show doesn't sound amazing or anything like that. Just, he's there. <laughs> right. That's right. Uh,
0: so it was brought to my attention today. It was a, a, a secret source. A well-placed source mm-hmm. told me um, that a gentleman that runs Vaulted Podcasts in Pawtucket, Rhode Island, oh no, did reach out to a show to get
1: back to work. <laughs> Which show? Oh, ju- ju- uh, oh, the blank. Now, he show. Adjusted and said. The blank let's show. Let's get the
0: Justin. Let's get the band back together.
1: <laughs> I think he's waiting for us to like reach out to him.
0: He looks at me and says, "This guy is a real lump of shit. He's going nowhere." What I need is the Justin show to get back up and running.
1: Yeah, and what a time to not want to be on. Why you laughing? After it's best month by far,
0: by far, right?
1: <laughs> by a lot.
0: <laughs> I looked at. I was like, I, it was almost worth me texting you back when I saw that.
1: Like, but, like are you sure? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, so uh, why are you laughing is cranking. So, you know, uh, some people run from that. They say, you know, why are you laughing? It's a sinking ship. I need the Justin show. Yeah. I, I miss, Son of a bitch. Miss the. What just, do I do to people? I, I think I feel like I'm a nice guy.
1: I miss the Justin show.
0: Well, apparently
1: we all do. <laughs> I, he's reached out via this live chat, I think. He might be watching now. Who knows?
0: Well, you know. Uh, I, I have
1: you changed your number in the last few months? Because I have not. I haven't changed my number since ninth grade.
0: Okay, nor have I. So it's <laughs> funny. Maybe my phone's not working. <laughs> no, Matt from Rhode Island is back. Welcome back anytime. I miss. I miss the guy. It's a shame he likes Justin so much more than us. Um, but you know, live and let live, as they say. We soldier on, Mattless. Yeah, it will be good and, too uh, because
1: the uh, bonus episodes. Who knows? There might be a day I can't do it.
0: That's what I'm saying. I need a, you know, we need a, we need at least an alternate for God's sake. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, the other, so the other thing I wanted to mention before we get into it in uh, sort of the minifan world, I guess, um, our buddy Harmon, mm-hmm. you're familiar? Of course. For those of you that don't know him by that name, the be a man guy with what? Six million
1: TikTok followers or something. An insane amount. Yeah. I don't even know yeah. what the. Uh,
0: I, w- I would say go buy his book, but I don't think he needs me to say that.
1: <laughs> I think he's doing well
0: because uh, me and the dame, me and the old bag, are at uh, Andrew Santino at the Wilbur on New Year's Eve Eve.
1: Oh yeah, he was there,
0: and um, we're sitting, uh, uh, we're sitting in our seats, and Alba looks over and says, "Hey, it's to be a man, guy." And she waves to him, and he assumes, because probably because it happens so frequently, this is just one of his groupy bimbos trying to get his attention.
1: <laughs> Another picture.
0: Gives a polite wave, but and then I look over, and he sees me, and so he comes over very nicely, and he's got his boys' team with him, mm. and uh, we're talking. He's shooting the shit again, he's very very nice. Um, telling me like, oh, well, maybe we can get you backstage. I didn't, I didn't go this time, but uh, you know, he's got all the ins. He told me that uh, Santino invited him <laughs> this time, <laughs> which, like, I knew he knew Shane. Now he knows comedians like all over the country. Apparently,
1: <laughs> yeah, he's he's blowing up. Like, uh, uh, he'll just send me pictures, like a. Uh, uh- They'll take like a selfie with them. And I'm like, yeah, so where do you have Santino, the time to go to all these?
0: Santino requested him, uh, requested his presence there. And he's telling me. The, but the reason I mentioned this story is because as he's telling me all of this, he has to break conversation. Oh, wait, one second, Mike. As he takes pictures with fans, it's, people are coming up to him. Can I get a picture? Can I get a picture?
1: I went to um, that Bill Burr show with him. It was me, yeah. and, me and him. And uh, just walking around with him is Highly annoying, <laughs>
0: exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking guy,
1: and he loves it. He loves it. He's he's so good at it. I'm like, dude, I'm exhausted. He seems to have me. the perfect
0: temperament for it. You oh know?
1: yeah, and the, the the bros that come up to him though just say the dumbest shit.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Oh fucking my
1: my girlfriend's been giving me shit. What should I do? <laughs> dude, one guy walks up to him and goes, uh, "Yeah, this place is full of retards, isn't it?" And Harmon's like, sure.
2: <laughs>
0: like, it's so funny you say that. That was an exact criticism I heard of people coming up to another uh, uh, famous person <laughs> that I, I that I peripherally know. Oh, yeah. It's amazing the comfortability people feel to say that shit.
1: Yeah, I was just like, all right. You can scream that, I guess, in public, idiot. Yeah,
0: but I, it's just funny because... Uh, for I I don't know why it surprised me less that he knew Gillis just because like I know like he's been uh um Harmon's been to like Barstool
1: headquarters and all that stuff. It seems more like he ran into him or something.
0: Yeah, like he'd be in the New York scene a little more. But it was funny when he's like, oh yeah, Santino <laughs> demanded. I, oh, that, that was the thing. He goes, uh, he I go, uh, yeah, I, I saw Santino here last time he was in Boston. He was pretty funny. He goes, yeah, i never seen his comedy. He just wanted me here. It was <laughs> <laughs> like, you motherfucker. <laughs> Perfect. But yeah, no, the best was him having to like break conversation. One second, Mike.
1: Can I get a picture? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got another one.
0: <laughs> uh, so yeah, shout out to Harmon. Um, and go check out his, his uh, book. We'll have to go to the night. Whenever he does another live show around here, we... Uh, We'll have to make it a Gearhead event of some kind.
1: Absolutely, he'd love that too. Um, Chef right. Lu- Chef Lewis and the Gearheads, we'll call it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Chef Louis, probably in that world, Chef Lewis
0: own star after his performance last time.
1: Yeah, the leather jackets you know? taken over.
0: Yeah. Uh, before we get into, it, we gotta we got some real business as we always do here, real serious business again today on the Blind Mike Project. But uh, before we get into that, I do want to remind you, folks, blindmike.net. Like we said, why are you laughing at a big December? Blind Mike Project, eh, we're crawling along. We're getting better slowly but surely. So if you like the show, um, support us for free on Apple and Spotify, five-star reviews, all of that. Subscribe on YouTube. Um, make sure you uh, you know tap the notification bell. And uh, if you want to put a little bread in our pockets, as they say, Go to the Patreon. It's what John Stewart would have wanted. Oh. And by I, the way, we would have known if Craig was doing his job, yes. he had no problem outing the Clemmer family. So if Craig was monitoring departures, we would,
1: we would have been able to track this guy's death. Well, let me tell you something. Like, oh, boy. <laughs> the reason I didn't see it is yeah. because four days ago uh, so after he passed, I was like, I should probably go cancel him out if he's Still on the Patreon.
0: Sure. I imagine that stuff's handled, but yeah.
1: Uh, it wasn't. It was canceled like four days ago. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. It was, de- it was declined. His card was declined, so they shut all his cards off, I think. Oh, interesting. So we uh, we got $2 worth of blood money on our hands. He was only a $1 subscriber, that son of a bitch. He wasn't at first, which... <laughs> oh, all right. Um, but <laughs> he downgraded. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's, by the way,
0: as we were saying today... That's the perfect John Stewart. So he's like, yeah, enough is enough's enough. I'll support the guy. But
1: yeah, <laughs> so but um, I couldn't find his account. And but yeah. I knew I just messaged him on the Patreon because of the shop ticket. So I right. went there and I guess he had messaged us like probably the day before he we went into the hospital asking. I'm if we feeling were- ill. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was like October 20 something that he messaged yeah. us asking when we're going live. And you were like, soon, just waiting for Craig. <laughs> <laughs> it probably was Craig that killed him. Jesus. So we were like one of the last things he did. Um,
0: well, that's terrifying. But <laughs> I'm going to have to go back and look at the dates on that. But yeah, be like Jon Stewart and uh, support this program. Uh, BlindMike.net is where you can find all those links. Patreon. Oh, and we have new. Uh, do we have new shirts up yet?
1: Um, I'm waiting for the word to push but the trigger. I on say
0: it. we do it right now. All right. So for you Clugmen men out there, any people that have been watching Quincy with us, come on the Patreon and watch, watch a little Quincy. I'm telling you, it's a good time. You know, it sounds ridiculous. I understand. But uh, for any of you that are Quincy fans with us, uh, Danny's, t- Danny's Bar, Grill, and Pharmacy
1: shirts are up now. They are. I'm trying to get up. the official. They're up. Not now. Almost. Uh, Three. Officially up. Officially one up. They're up now. Go buy them. <laughs> Officially up. Danny's uh, Bar Grill. It's also
0: blindmike.net. Our store, our Teespring store is up there. So buy a Danny's Bar Grill and Pharmacy shirt as well. Be like Quincy. Be like John Stewart. Support this program. Yeah. Um.
1: He's gone. Like there was one... He's gone. Meanwhile, Ted's in the chat right now. Sad day.
0: Well, you know. It's <laughs> how life is. <laughs> um. No, I like Ted as well. He's a, good, he's a day one supporter, for God's sake. I feel like
1: I haven't seen him in a while.
0: What was I going to say? I had something else to get to before we got into. So we've got Ojeda. We've got Chris D'Elia. That's probably all we'll get to.
1: Yeah, I mean we got uh, <laughs> a little Rogan. Yeah, which has yeah. that got covered by everyone, I think. <laughs> like the last, oh, really? Yeah, I started seeing it everywhere.
0: Oh, all right, so maybe not even that, but.
1: Uh, the deleted audio of Rogan, you mean? Yeah, the, the Ruth Conda he fell for.
0: Oh, yeah, so people were giving him shit for that? Oh, everywhere, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, we might play a little bit of it later, but yeah. Um, Rogan got duped. Now, the hilarious thing about this is um, me and Carl do this every week.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: every week, Carl will be like, hey, I saw, I saw this tweet. Can you believe they said this? And I'm like, whoa, really? And then inevitably, we'll get a message after, like, you fucking idiots. <laughs>
1: Already in this short run, you guys are already just, you have an, uh, uh, a track record for oh, yeah. for eating Big the time. trash.
0: Uh, oh yeah, go listen to Who Are These Socials, by the way. Hopefully next week we will have our own RSS feed.
1: And you're going to stay on that YouTube channel?
0: Um, Unclear. Would kind of make sense. Yeah. At least for now, but I don't know. I don't know what he wants to do.
1: It's up to him. Tell him, you'll, tell him to come to the blind mic. YouTube channel. will handle the money. Tell him that.
0: Oh, yes. Yes. Send it. We'll handle it, Carl. I'll send it to Craig, and then he'll send it to you through Venmo. Yep. It'll all be handled properly. Don't worry about it. The Stuttering <laughs> John method.
1: <laughs> uh, by the way, did you see his tweet? Who's that? Stuttering John. I'd oh, he's gone
0: it. for good, right? Yeah. So he says, I'm not buying it. He's like, never. I'm never
3: coming back here. <laughs> well,
0: I think the interesting conversation is... So there's this, you know, Dabblers Anonymous on Reddit with like 5,000 people. Um, The Uncle Rico show is solely dedicated to John. Like, Carl will be fine. Carl has his own world created. He doesn't need John. But these things that are sustained by John content, I wonder when does it get old to mock someone who's no longer doing it, you know?
1: That's why we hopped on the Ojeda train. We saw...
0: Jed is never going to die. That's we, saw right. this,
1: we saw this coming. Apparently, it's right. going to get juicy in 2024.
0: <laughs> That's right. I said, this guy, although I got to tell you, since the team has been implemented, he's been a little more tame. Don't like that. I don't like it at all. But he is back on YouTube, which I think is a nice thing. Um, And he has a promise for Americans. Is that right? Is that our first clip? The 2024? <laughs> yeah. So someone in the chat asks him, by the way, we talked last. It was last week that we talked about this, right? Mm-hmm. He, John uh, put out a message. Like listen to all the haters out there. I'm coming for you. <laughs> I ain't afraid of your questions. I'm going to get to all of them. And then this is the type of question he answered in the <laughs> next episode.
3: Kevin Prescott is on here. Kevin says, run for office. Uh, you know, I I will tell you what I tell everybody is the only reason, the only way I'm going to throw my hat in the ring is if I get a few guarantees. I want the Democratic Party to support me. Uh, I want unions to support. (laughs) Hold
1: on. That is the biggest promise he would need. That is so huge. (laughs) He's making demands. (laughs) The Democratic Party doesn't support anyone until like it's narrowed down to two.
0: It's like me saying, listen, these are the guarantees I would need to uh, open for Bill Burr at Madison Square Garden. I'm going to
1: need him to... I'm really going to need him to commit to me. I'm not going to have some (laughs) half-assed... I need him to bring me on stage saying it's the best comic he's ever heard of.
0: (laughs) I need him to really hype me up. Like, imagine making demands. (laughs) Yeah, You're at Richard Ojeda's level. And he's like, nah, nah, nah. The Democrats are going to have to get on their knees and beg for me.
1: I need my own green room.
3: (laughs) Uh, I want unions to support me because I'm sick and tired of being stabbed in the back by the very people that I fight the hardest for. So that's one of the reasons that keeps me away from throwing my hat in the ring, but, uh, but that's where we're at. So,
0: <laughs> so what we got to do, and this is the, one of the sadder things about Jon Stewart dying, he had some political influence. We could have gotten him on our side.
1: Apparently, that, that Turtle Boy story was
0: wild. <laughs> yeah. So we need people with pull like that to get Ojeda back in the race. <laughs> We need this. That's all he needs is a little you know back rub from Democrats. So if you know anyone, <laughs> tell them that this guy is a rising star.
1: <laughs> I need him to run for national office.
0: That's I think fun. I think he's run for president again.
1: Uh, I guess Listen, Rich, you know it takes sometimes it takes more than one try. Nixon ran against Kennedy. Right. Imagine Putin going to a meeting with this blinky idiot. Fucking, <laughs> he'd get whatever he is wanted.
2: He,
1: yeah. Is this some sort of fucking Morse code? What is he doing? <laughs> uh.
0: Uh, so yeah, there's not not a ton of Richard Ojeda stuff. Like I said, he's remained pretty calm. Although he what he did kind of break one. There's one where he's yeah uh, he might he might have thrown out a jackaloon. We might have thrown out the first Jackaloon of 2023, <laughs> but it wasn't the, the impassioned Richard Ojeda that we've come to know and love. And I think in part because the team is there watching him.
1: Fucking we've dumb. heard about, oh, do we have that sound drop by the way? I don't have it. I couldn't get it clean. <laughs> yeah.
0: So um, Richard Ojeda's team who we saw was really on the ball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They are, they, they, are, they are there, and um, we hear a little more from his team this week. And it's kind of like, I've told this story before, but one of the most eerie things I've ever heard in radio was when uh, Opie and Anthony had broken up. Anthony got fired. And then uh, they had gone through their first, like, kind of online spat back and forth. Um, They'd thrown some shots at each other and everything. So, you know, hate was in the air. Uh, but then Anthony called into Opie's afternoon radio show, and immediately, it was like writing. I couldn't believe it's the one instance where I was like, "Wow, that chemist! There is something
1: to chemistry." Immediate, no, like no it hesitation. Truly,
0: it's it's the best example of two guys just having chemistry and be whatever
1: it is that they have. They were able to click immediately. Was it because? Uh, the two of them had chemistry, or was it because they had Mercurio and Voss to trash? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Possibly that too. But I'm just saying, that's that was the one time that I really, really noticed something like that, until this moment, when <laughs> Richard Ojeda uh, introduces his new team here for a new segment, by the way, which is very exciting.
3: And this is a guy that deserves absolutely to face justice. Pause. I just okay. wanted to... L- <laughs>
0: I made sure you started the clip there. It has nothing to do with what we're talking about. I know. I just wanted you to know he hasn't lost his edge entirely.
1: So I saw that and I went, I don't know if it was a missed like timestamp, but I'm keeping it anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> he's still calling for justice. I believe that's Kevin McCarthy's talking about or Trump.
1: No, he's sure. talking about George Santos, the guy that lied about everything.
0: Oh. Well, oh, by the way, you should acknowledge, by the way, Craig, happy anniversary. I know you and your boys Uh, Yeah, a couple years ago. Three years of uh,
1: three years of the Jerry Callahan show today. Oh, oh, that one. Gotcha. (laughs) Did you start on January sixth? No, the show itself did with Dave three years ago. Today, boy, what are the chances? Yeah.
0: Um. So yeah. So I was listening to Ojeda the other day, and it uh, it hit me like I'm kind of so numb to listening to his rants, and then it hit me at one point. I
1: was like. He is still going on about January 6th. Two years later. It's crazy. <laughs> it's insane. It's worse than 9-11, dude. Don't forget. <laughs> He's still going on about it. He's still very worked up about Trump
0: and everything. Um, but yeah, this is... Uh, all right, now let's get into uh, what seems to be Richard's favorite segment. Memes. <clears throat> Folks, so uh,
3: Anna, do we got any memes for the day?
2: We do have some
1: Memes. We have memes, and we have a meme transition. Hunter's Laptop! Hunter's Laptop!
0: Yeah. <laughs> now that's a great... That's some, why can't we have production
1: like that? Oh, of memes of the day.
0: <laughs> why don't
1: we have segments like that? Uh, we could, I guess. <laughs>
0: I, I wish I had a
1: team like this. Yeah, I mean, we could do that. We could hire Brian from Total BS. He's pretty up on these segments.
0: I like I like a producer that sets you up for the audio that plays.
1: <laughs> we do have memes, and we have a transit. You're just supposed to say it. You don't set up a transition. Yeah, at the end of the show, I'm going to go, and Mike, here's the outro music.
3: Yeah,
0: you're you hear Johnny Carson, say, folks, segue coming, <laughs> moving on to the next topic.
1: <laughs> The only time I ever say that is if like, I think I have a smooth segue and it goes over your head or you miss it. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. Can we hear that one more time? I want to hear, uh, this is supposed to be, What? What? Is that? How would you describe this? <laughs> He's looking for funny memes. No, I understand that, but how would you describe the, 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 the production that we have here?
1: The production's good. The content of said production... Hunter's uh, laptop! Yeah, I mean, it, it visually, it looks good. For oh, what really? Oh, okay. For what yeah. they're going for, it looks good, I think. Alright, let's hear it again, then. We have a meme transition. <laughs> oh, I'm, so, I'm sorry. I, I, hold on a second.
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, that is the end of the show now, by the way.
1: We have a meme transition. We have a meme transition. Then sappers clear the way, airborne all the way. All right. I have to make sure I have to clean up her audio because it stinks, but I'll I'll do my best.
3: <laughs> we have a
1: meme transition. <laughs> and we have a meme transition. <laughs> <laughs> I almost want to end the show. That's how it says I am. There. <laughs> um oh no, Jetta Bombs coming. Yeah, the problem is though like Democrats suck at making memes. They're not funny.
0: Uh, Well, it's not a funny, uh, that's the issue. And it's weird because, you know, a lot of like comedians would be considered liberal and things like that. But they've never been able to figure out how to be funny in a political realm. I think because they're not allowed, based on their own, you know, virtues and morals, they're not allowed to really make fun of shit. You yeah. know
1: what I mean. Meanwhile, Matt Gates, who's like accused of trafficking women across border, underage women across borders for sexual intercourse, is currently oh, wow. making a mockery of the house. Wrong show. I'm just saying. Like that's the difference between the left and the right. The right's okay. O- the right's okay with that, but the left you can't Save say it for Jerry. <laughs> just say it. Uh, Alright, I I want to hear that one more time. I already rewound it. Okay, good. Transition. Oh, I didn't rewind it enough. And we have a meme transition. Hunter's laptop! Hunter's laptop! I should literally leave till the explosion in.
3: (laughs) Okay, stop trying to make Kevin happen. Oh, uh, happy. It's not going to happen. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know.
1: I don't know who that is. So. <laughs> so, first meme, he doesn't even fucking get the reference.
3: <laughs> <laughs> watch it. You're gonna
0: watch a man. He has this memes segment. <clears throat> this is the one thing they produce on their show, by the way. He had an interview. They start the show. The production is interrupted by some sort of beeping that I don't think is supposed to be there. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: and then he just reads names of people in the chat for five minutes. <laughs> then he has an interview Then he talks about how great the interview was <laughs> Then he goes into some rant And then this is the one bit of like This is the one segment they have <laughs> And Richard's like Out of the gate you play. They set up the transition poorly
1: Then there's just dead air For six or eight seconds <laughs> Now is it set up poorly or perfectly?
0: I like to think Well let's hear it again I don't quite
1: remember <laughs> let's, let's try to remember what this was and we have a meme transition. Yeah,
3: that,
1: ex- that explosion you hear is an Ojeda bomb. Is that what they call it? It's a bomb that says Ojeda on it exploding.
0: <laughs> Boy, how many fucking poor Iraqi kids succumb to that?
1: <laughs> it's just the magnet. <laughs> yeah, but so the, the for the people listening at home, the first meme that it shows is for mean girls. In the quote and from the movie is stop trying to make fetch happen. Yeah, right. And they're making a meme saying stop trying to make Kevin McCarthy happen in the House. That's the yeah. So he goes, ve- no, he goes, it must Craig not. Is- yeah, he goes, it must not mean happen. He must mean happy. That's the first reaction he has to the segment. That
0: Craig is a pretty succinct explanation of what that meme is. Watch the the, the chemistry of these two <laughs> 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 trying to figure
3: this out. Okay. Just Stop silent. trying to make Kevin happen. Uh, uh, happy. It's not going to happen. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know who that is, so I'm sorry. Well, that is oh, Regina George. George. <laughs> right out of the gate. He's like, well, this one's bullshit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't get this one.
0: I'm excited for memes. First one's a piece of shit.
1: <laughs> I'm curious what she's going to say um, because I haven't listened to this yet. I'm curious what oh, she's going to say because um. This seems like a right-wing meme.
0: Um.
3: Well, let's find out what she says. What happened? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who that is. So I'm sorry.
0: That is Regina that
1: George from Mean Girls, and you have to say it in your meanest girl voice. Stop trying to make. Okay, it- that's I to
0: say I gotta defend my guy, defend my guy Richard for a second. Yeah. Did you think he was gonna understand that reference?
1: <laughs> that's what I'm saying.
0: You know what I mean? Like. The
1: fuck? They'd be like me showing you a Cocoa Melon meme like, right, dude? This is so funny.
0: I see. I don't even know what that means.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Exactly.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Like, why would you bring that? I mean, Richard's not that old, but he's in his 50s. Like, based on his personality type, he probably wasn't watching Tina Fey comedies uh, 20 years ago mm-hmm. <laughs> you
1: know I think he was but in the middle east when this came out he probably was yeah, yeah. But let's hear this woman
0: try and save this segment
1: meanest girl voice stop trying to make okay, Kevin that's happen I,
3: you, you got the voice not me
1: oh okay yeah well for everybody who's seen mean girls it's stop trying to make Kevin happen it's not going to happen and that's thanks to Mueller. She wrote yep. on Twitter. Mueller
3: I'm she- sorry. I've never seen that movie. <laughs> oh my-
1: Mueller. She wrote a great account name, by the way.
3: <laughs> Let's Just rewind a bit,
0: just because I want you to hear the first of all, the anger in Ojeda's voice when he's like, you've got the voice, not me, whatever that means. The anger in his face
1: is great.
3: He's
0: disgusted by this. He's regretting his hiring process, I think.
1: I can relate to this lady. <laughs> he Tried to be
0: <laughs> <laughs> Now, honey, where is my holiday music? <laughs> Get me Gustin, will you? <laughs>
1: this is West Virginia Jerry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Jerry and Richard would actually have a great show together.
1: If they could if Ojeda could keep calm and stay in a spot for yeah, an hour. I think yeah. Jerry
0: could definitely do it. Oh, yeah. I, I see Richard blowing up pretty quick. but so
1: Jerry would try to find, I think, common ground with him at some point.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> but, but he would just be like, oh, Jerry said the vaccine is like questionable.
0: Jackaloon? <laughs> uh, the Jackaloon Magidoff would be... <laughs> no, he calls <laughs> right. him a
1: Jackaloon and then Jerry's like, I don't get it. <laughs>
0: I'm sorry. Like, just... I mean, you know, do it in your own head. But count the seconds in between responses here. I've never seen chemistry like this. It's dynamite.
1: Trying to make Kevin happen. It's not going to happen. And that's thanks to Mueller. She wrote yeah, on Twitter.
3: I'm sorry. I've never seen that movie.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. And you have daughters.
3: Oh, my gosh. Right, we got an- Such a good movie. He's trying to move on. Yeah, we got another one. <laughs> Yeah, sorry. All
0: right, what's this? Go go back, go back. He is absolutely disgusted by this. He wants to just move on. I've never seen a guy give something like sell something less than he's selling this right now.
3: Oh my gosh! And you have
1: daughters. Oh my gosh! Such a good movie. Yeah, we got another one.
3: Yeah, sorry. All right, what's this? All right, you
0: dumb.
1: let Move that on. I can't read it. <laughs> That's the end of the video. <laughs> <laughs> he
0: can't. He can't read anything. It's.
1: <laughs> it's a terrible broadcast. It really is. Honestly, if this is a segment every day. Oh, it is. They do memes every day. Oh, why have we not been doing this every? Oh, I'll bring more memes to the table. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is fucking so funny. <laughs>
0: I'll bring I'll bring more memes to the table next time. So he's back on YouTube every day. Does about a half an hour, <clears throat>
1: thirty seven minutes. It looks like. <laughs> they're gonna. Yeah, Jerry- well,
0: the, he he mentions at the end. He goes, "Now we're going a little long, but I don't mind." He's like scolding the audience for yeah.
1: taking up his time. Jerry and Richard's first fight will be about fifty five verse thirty seven.
0: Oh, that's great! That, <laughs> we got to make that
1: happen. <laughs> How long would our show be? Richard and Jerry. <laughs> to oh, that middle. would be a big
0: debate too. Would it be Richard and Jerry or Jerry and Richard or Ojeda
1: and Callahan? Yeah, we can go off of uh um I don't know, skill. So,
0: Ojeda and Callahan is a good show name.
1: It should be <laughs> Callahan is such a good second name in a title. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah, it just fits. It does.
0: Yeah, Ojeda and Callahan, we got to make that happen. Uh, that was the last Ojeda clip, right?
1: Or the Dick and Jerry show. <laughs> yes, that was the last one, unfortunately.
0: Um, yeah, so hopefully, hopefully we get old Richard to crack. I don't know the best route. I think if you guys are able to comment through Facebook, I think that's probably the best way to get to him. Oh, and here's what you do. If I may, I don't want to, you know, of course be respectful and everything. If you're subtle, it seems like this is a girl who is not exactly tapped in.
1: To what Richard is thinking, you know what I mean. Oh, you you don't think uh, her putting on a Mean Girls meme—it <laughs> seems, like, seems
0: like they might be on two entirely different
1: wavelengths. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so what you got to do is ask questions that she would think are appropriate. You get what I'm saying?
1: Ask questions she would
0: but, think like appropriate. get in the chat and ask questions, kind of mask them. Oh so yeah, might piss Richard off, but she wouldn't block them from him. He you know? still,
1: but it seems like he still can see it.
0: Barely, based on that. I well, can't see it.
1: Because how else would he know who's in the chat at the beginning? Because he's looking down at something, which I think is... He not-
0: read, yeah, he does read who's in the chat. Yeah, I'm not sure. It's hard to tell, but he has not been as explosive. I haven't heard any uh, pieces of shit lately. Mm. So I don't know. I don't know if he's on new meds or what in the new house.
1: But or because there's a lady present, he won't swear. Or if
0: I was like, wondering that, too. If he's a southern gentleman, he's a little more respectful with a lady in the room.
1: Now, if Ironhead, you know, produces a show... Who knows?
0: That's what you got to get. You got to apply. Say like, hey, I've worked for. Listen, it was right wing. I'm a little sick. Tell him you had the same experience he did where uh, Trump called you a wacko. So now you're a Democrat.
1: (laughs) Imagine if I got it. I'm like, (laughs) my first thing would be like, can you buy this four dollar mic so you sound decent, please?
0: (laughs) (sighs) Oh, Jenna and Callahan Um, (laughs)
1: radio sounds. (laughs)
0: <laughs> now the segment that i imagine will take up the rest of the let's see how far in the show are we here
1: 35 oh
0: yeah it'll take up the rest of the show for sure
1: <laughs> definitely we've got
0: some delaying to do um you guys remember i haven't even listened to part two of the episode with the wife yet oh because hey. some big developments happened
1: go on. Are you aware of this, Craig? Are you aware of what happened? No, I literally cut this right before, so I didn't have a chance to even listen to these clips. So
0: you remember the documentary? I reached out to the guy that made that documentary. I was hoping he would come on, but never got back
1: to me. Right, yeah, I do remember that. Um,
0: But the Chris D'Elia problem was a very good doc, I thought. And uh, since then, he put out two episodes of his podcast, Congratulations, with his wife that we said were probably pre-recorded. Had to have been turns out they definitely were apparently now i would like someone to find i couldn't find any evidence of this i'm wondering it like it feels like a lie to me <laughs> but let's just hear the first clip let's hear what he's been up to the last uh you know month month and a half
2: it's uh you know actually i went to fucking nobody knows about this but i went to rehab um and Wait, how I... convenient <laughs> is this
1: like outpatient rehab because i feel like he hasn't missed any shows
0: no he was inpatient apparently he just pre-recorded everything
1: so he says so when he did shows with things that happened like the day before
0: <laughs> that's what I'm, i mean there has to be evidence of that right because he mentions in here and he's like yeah i couldn't comment on kanye or anything
1: oh maybe he's telling the truth
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like the fighter and the kid Reddit would find that pretty quickly.
1: (laughs) Yeah, maybe he's telling the truth if he didn't talk about anything like that. You know, But it
0: just seemed like, I'll tell you the part that seems like bullshit. Like, listen, it's easy enough to find out if he went to rehab, so I'm sure he's not lying. Mm -hmm. But the reason it does feel like bullshit is because, I mean, it's become a hack joke to be like, oh, a celebrity gets in trouble for sex-related stuff, so they go to rehab. Mm-hmm. Like it's something D'Elia would make fun of if his celebrity did it. So the idea that he's going to come out and say, I went to rehab. But obviously that means, at least good news, he's going to get into the documentary at the very least. So like, we have that.
1: I feel like everyone could qualify for like sex rehab. Just some people have self-control.
0: Right. Well, it's the people that don't, apparently, <laughs> that have to go to rehab. But obviously this means uh, Chris is going to address uh, his issues here and why he went to rehab and what type of rehab he went to. So let's just hear the rest of this clip.
2: I I don't know if I was going to tell people this or not, but I did. I go to, I went to rehab. I was there for over a month. I went back in November, and um, we pre recorded a lot of the shit. Um, and just should have done it this whole time. Honestly, like should have done it years ago. Didn't because had excuses in my head about COVID and shit, but uh mm-hmm. and all that and uh but yeah the. Uh, I did it because I, I had to, you know, for for uh, my addiction and all that shit. And I, I need to be present. And but my God, it was a trauma-based thing that I uh, I went to. And um one of the best in the world. And holy fucking shit. For now.
0: what, Chris? <laughs> Jesus Christ. What is your addiction?
1: <laughs> he's just assuming we all know, right?
0: Uh, I guess he's assuming we know it's sex addiction. But then I would also ask maybe tell us because you're being so honest here what were some of the problems where you were having <laughs> was it perhaps something that came up in this documentary because the timing
2: seems very odd really uh, the work that they do there is absolutely amazing dude I I was there and I was scared of shit and I thought that um, everybody when I was there two weeks in I, after I stopped being scared of shit I was like Oh, everybody should do this, dude. Because you do shit where like you sit in a chair and close your eyes. I've been in uh, therapy for three years now.
0: I'm sure a lot of you guys at least tried therapy as well. Uh, It's amazing his childlike description that he's about to jump into here of the experience he had in rehab.
2: And talk. Dude, who do you think you talk to, man? Who do you think you talk to? Craig, you've never it. been to therapy. I have not. Who do you think you talk to? A therapist.
0: Well, actually, you're right.
2: It's weird. But Chris is going to tell us who he talked to. Who do you think you talk to? Think about it. You're probably like, oh, your mom, or oh, your dad, or friends, or enemies, or people <laughs> Yeah, from your I pa- thought
1: I thought they brought enemies into rehab. <laughs> so is he trying to, like... Sp- Beat around the bush that he went to couples rehab or therapy or something.
0: Oh no no no! You'll see the you'll see the ultimate payoff. But first, I just like the idea that it's like, hey Chris, we brought in your eighth grade bully here. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> rehab is just full of Delia's enemies. <laughs> and I would be like, yeah. But then they're like, but then you're like, oh yeah, oh you probably talked to also maybe who else. You talk to your friends, your hold mom, on, your dad. On. Why is he doing this?
0: Uh, you know, insulting impression of us who can't wrap our minds around what therapy is. I mean, this isn't quite. You're probably, you're probably like, "Who's there? Your mom? Your dad?" No, I, I have an understanding of what rehab is, Chris.
1: <laughs> He's about to start singing. <laughs> oh,
0: oh, we'll get to that. <laughs>
1: Come on. No <laughs> oh, good.
0: But no, this is. He tells it. It's. A bombshell, who he spoke to in rehab, it's a, a name you're not gonna believe, and believe me, he sells it as such.
2: Either you talk to friends, you talk to people that wronged you, you talk to people you wronged. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! But you know who else you talk to? <laughs> you close your eyes, and you talk to you as a seven-year-old! Oh shit, dude, when I did that.
0: <laughs> why why is he selling it that way?
1: I have no idea. He's just <laughs> making weird hand motions right now.
0: This is a man who's trying
1: to What's happening? It's just the end of the clip.
0: Oh, Jesus Christ.
2: Let me hear that again actually.
1: That was that was long. <laughs>
2: Oh, shit, dude. When I did that,
1: one, two, three, four. Oh, my God. I was playing this whole time. Yes, eight, nine, (laughs) ten.
0: Jesus Christ,
1: it wasn't even words. So I think the the clock still goes.
0: (laughs) Good Lord, Chris. He's a horrible broadcaster, but. This this is a man who is so clearly uh, I guess he has a second tell we can put on the list. We mentioned his singing last week. Uh that was a little more subtle <laughs> than his overselling like a
1: fucking uh, a pro wrestling hype man of therapy. His I, I will say that's like how his stand-up was. Oh, I know I know that this is
0: him, but I guess what I'm saying is he's trying to have like a real moment here and convince us the impact the therapy had on him, and he's still in that stand-up character that he does. Yeah.
1: No. How is how is therapy he starts making mouth fart sounds? Oh
0: shit, dude! <laughs> how is was- fuck faced my addiction and shit? <laughs>
3: Sick.
1: <laughs> uh, it seems like you've learned all. You've really grown, Chris. It's talk to your seven-year-old self, not act like him, idiot. <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean, he treated that like we would all... F- oh, she, like we were black people seeing magic. We would lose our minds.
1: Why would I would love to see him talk to his seven-year-old self. Hey, hey, uh, dude. He'll be like, hey, dude, I'm gonna start hitting on chicks like five years older than you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, you got any of the girls' numbers in your grid? <laughs> But yeah, it seems like he's really jazzed up about therapy and he's one of these guys like, do you, have you ever met any so people who have gotten sober? Who will now like, because they've gotten sober kind of preach to you. Oh, the, my the, the righteous path.
1: God. Yes.
0: He feels like one of these guys a little <sighs> bit, but also he feels like one of those guys with a little dash when you're, you know, mixing together the ingredients He's got a little sprinkle of, I'm still probably not facing my addictions. <laughs> I'm a man who went to rehab because there was a documentary coming out about me.
1: Um, by the way, this this is my favorite thing about these clips when you send them. Yeah. Uh, this next clip is just called, What's Happening?
0: <laughs> I try to give Craig a little laugh. Yeah, and I, as I was watching, I was very confused what was happening next. So I listened to this episode expecting Chris to get into his addictions. And explain to us perhaps why he went to rehab and say, hey, Chris, you apologized uh, two years ago now, right? That was 2021.
1: That was February 2021. Jesus. was that long ago?
0: Yeah. So you apologized two years ago for, you know, cheating on your wife and everything.
1: And we haven't heard a word about it since. Time really flies when Chris D'Elia is back. (laughs)
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, so we haven't heard anything about it So we assumed you were fine Turns out you weren't And like, uh, I saw Mulaney when he was here in Boston And he talks about how all these times he would say he was sober He really wasn't He talked about his experience And, you know, um, the them having to throw an intervention for him And things like that So he talked about his experience And he seemed pretty honest about it I was expecting Chris to perhaps do the same thing. There's not a mention of why he's in rehab. I guess he expects us to all know it's sex, which is it's his audience. That that's fair enough.
1: I mean, his episode when he came out and said it basically without. Yeah. I mean, he didn't. He briefly touched on it in that one.
0: Yeah, even then, he didn't really talk about it. And I would think that when you're getting, you know, sober, quote unquote, when you're in rehab. I think one of the first things they teach you is to address this stuff head on and talk about it. So it's weird that a guy would kind of try to divert attention away from what his actual problem is. Um, and he never once if you're wondering, I know you're saying just get to the clip where he talks about the documentary. Mhm. Hey, must be a there's a hole in my pocket because I can't find it anywhere. <laughs> must have dropped it. I dropped it somewhere along the way. Couldn't seem to find it anywhere. And I I didn't hear a mention of the documentary. Um, um, Nor did I hear a mention of why after two years, let me check into rehab real quick. You know, Hey, I've been completely clean and sober, so to speak for a couple of years, but now I think I'm going to pop into rehab for a quick month, (laughs) not see my family or, or, uh, uh, you know, Contribute to my career for
1: a month. There's a a, a very funny back and forth in the chat. Um, Box eating dad says everything he does has the awkwardness of Norm's last special with no substance to it. (laughs) And and very good, Ben said, or the terminal cancer, unfortunately.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know
0: why? Why? Why did it have to happen to Norm? You know, that's right. All people. That's what I'm saying uh yeah so yeah this is a clip as craig pointed out um i i clipped it in utter confusion because i could not figure out
2: what was going on here the 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 doctor how old are you when you imagine yourself as a child i don't know like seven and where are you what do you mean where are you as a seven-year-old if you were gonna if you as a 42 year old were gonna walk up and talk to yourself as a seven-year-old where would you be Like this, though. I don't know. My old front porch. Hello? He's doing it again. He's doing the same thing again. Dude. Was in a trance.
0: (laughs) Holy shit. You can't imagine listening to this asshole. You have to imagine going for a run while you're listening to this guy. I know a lot of his fans are like in shape dudes. Imagine you're going for a run listening to this podcast. You have to stop every 30 seconds to be like, Did the fucking did Spotify go out? What's going on here?
1: Yeah. <laughs> did I shake my phone to stop? Because I know that's a thing.
0: It is an exhausting podcast to listen to to the point where I was cutting this, uh, I was timestamping this. Before I went into Kirk's show this morning, and I had the the perfect amount of time to listen to the whole episode, but I kept having to fast forward because I was like, I can't do it. <laughs> I have the time, but I don't have the
1: endurance.
0: <laughs> All right, what's next?
1: Another fun title. It's called Collecting Himself.
0: Well, he's trying. I mean, he you know. He's got to get himself together because this is such an emotional experience for him.
2: <laughs> and I'm, 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 I met so many great people, dude. And uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was crazy to f- um, think about every day being here. Yeah, I went in November uh, through December, and it was just like, I don't even know what to say about it, man. The food was trash.
0: (laughs) Sounds like a guy who had an enlightening experience.
1: If he's trying to be funny, that's actually kind of funny.
0: It is kind of funny, but, but also it's not funny when you're watching a man who has been accused of some horrible things, <laughs> <laughs> trying to fool us into thinking he's changed. This is the second time he's done this. And keep in mind, one of the patterns that the women talked about was this guilting that he would do, you know, I'm threatening to kill himself. Oh my Recording God. On Zoom.
1: Yeah. Sorry about that.
0: Um. So he would he would guilt people and he would use kind of emotional manipulation the way I believe he's doing here, you know, like maybe you guys feel bad for him. I don't know. I believe he's being a fucking phony here. Because again, tell us what the fuck you went to rehab for. And oh, I would maybe throw this out if there's a documentary that's gotten a lot of popularity and believe me, uh, comedians are talking about it. Actually, we might can we play that clip next, Stavros and Ronan.
1: Uh yeah, give me one second. It's the
0: last clip I sent you.
1: Yeah. Um. Boxing death says I can't believe this guy was huge, and I just clicked on the video, and and, in just under a day, it's already got fifty thousand views. That one video. Yeah, he's still pretty big. He still does pretty
0: well. Um. So yeah, he's not. And there's a documentary out that's like getting traction. At least, even let's just say in his world, a lot of people have seen it. Now. Chris hasn't come out and said that anyone is lying <laughs> ever. Not once. even in his apology that I said was bullshit. He's like, you know what? I cheated. I cheat. God damn it. You got me. I cheated on my girlfriends. Bad, bad. Chris slap on the wrist. Now, two years later, after hearing nothing about his struggles or anything, all of a sudden he's in rehab documentary comes out with these girls giving what seems like very believable testimony before he could hang his hat on. Uh, wow. Well, they're just lying whores, you know? Yeah. And believe me, I've been in some of these subreddits lately. There's a lot of people that still think that
1: mm-hmm.
0: you guys think I'm bad. Jesus Christ.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I bet. I don't so- go hard enough. Apparently.
1: I bet like 80% of them are lying.
0: Okay, great. 80%. That means, according to his tour manager, there are 100 allegations that are still legitimate.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's what's crazy when you get it up to that number, is, say, a, in, an exorbitant amount of them are lying. <laughs> There's still a lot that might be true. Um, uh, but, yeah, like I said, it's making its rounds in the comedy community, that documentary. So, if you think, like, oh, Chris is just trying to make it go away... Uh, this is an example of the fact that it is not. <laughs> hey, yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. Uh, no, it's No, sorry, right, I should say uh, this course. is run on Hirschberg and Stavros Halkis on uh, Stavi's World. It, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, No, it's crazy. Greece,
1: Greeks, lit, uh, of course, you all created it. Of course, yeah, that's true. And you all created pedophilia, so pedophilia. it shouldn't be a surprise that there's so much in the comedy. I know community. that is true. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're just, just yeah, yeah They're yeah. just like Chris D'Elia is just like a classicist. <laughs> he loves the classics. <laughs> he's, he's, he's just he's a love He <laughs> loves Socrates. <laughs> Socrates, kid, fucking yeah. comedy. I'm all to the old. praise to Dionysus yeah. as, he,
0: as he's fucking a kid. Yeah, absolutely. As he's in a six year old's DMs begging for pictures
1: of her breasts that aren't fully developed yet. Um, uh, the old school Greek, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just being gracious, you know, just, yeah, yeah, just yeah, yeah, the old yeah, classics, yeah. you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, and Matt and Shane were also making jokes about this documentary. Louis J. Gomez was talking about it like it's not like no one saw it in your world, Chris. So it's weird to not acknowledge. Was it this week's episode
1: done. of uh, Matt and Shane?
0: Uh yeah, I think it came out today or yesterday. Yeah,
1: yeah. I haven't listened yet.
0: So. It was them and uh Bobby Kelly.
1: Perfect. Oh, I love when he's on with them
0: talking about uh getting canceled. It was very. It was a very funny episode.
1: <laughs> Did they leave you alone this time? <laughs> <laughs> I was not mentioned. No. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, nice? All right. Uh, What's up? So I'm trying to just get which one's next here. All right uh <laughs> this is a fun title uh is he doing this to us?
0: <laughs> so, like I said, these are some of his tactics <laughs> now, try think back to the documentary uh I think his name was Kyle Anderson. Is that the guy's name? uh, uh he talked to these girls and they recounted these stories of him you know threatening suicide uh him getting teary eyed and emotional. Um, also kind of threatening them and manipulating them. See if you can pick up on any of those tactics in this next clip.
1: Oh, Oh,
0: come on. (laughs) (laughs) It's, It's subtle. Keep, you know, keep your eyes open and your, your, uh, your ear to the ground.
2: Um, yeah. It, uh, it just is something I should have done a long time ago. And I, and I didn't. And, uh, I did. And, uh, I, 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 I can't express enough that if you are an addict or whatever it is, even if you think you got it, you know what I'm talking about? Even if you think I got this, or even if you've had it, it, it's so hard to make, um, it's so hard to make It a a priority, mental health, um, and doing it, moving life, you know, to do it. For me, it's just it was too important, man. Like, I, I, like I know I come on here I'm this funny guy, but like, where you know, hold on,
0: hold on, Chris, let me relieve you a little bit. I missed that episode. Chris, no sweat, buddy. We don't have that expectation for sure. (laughs) Let me unburden you a bit. I'm this funny guy. I I know I'm a laugh a minute, but... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, hey, Chris, don't sweat it on
2: being the funny guy. I'll relieve you of that duty. (laughs) I, I, like, I know I come on here, I'm this funny guy, but, like, you know... Like, I, I I get these fucking, you know, suicidal ideation and shit like that. And it's just I, Do uh, it. Do it. You have to keep that shit in check. And I fucking, I cry on fucking podcasts all the goddamn time. But <laughs> whatever.
0: Bullshit. I am calling it right now. The guy fooled me once. <laughs> and you know what they say. <laughs> I am not buying his shit anymore. Um, Listen, you guys know I'm a big mental health guy. Go check in a therapy, check in a rehab, you know, go to meetings, whatever you got to do to get yourself right. I literally had to leave for three months. I was in therapy three times a day during that time to get my head straight. If you got to go do it, go do it. But this individual is a fucking liar who uses these tactics to manipulate people. He's done it with women. They came out, they made a fucking documentary about it. And his response is to use those tactics with his audience because they're apparently blind to it as well. Uh, I defended the guy when there was no real evidence. I was like, boy, we were really quick to call this guy a fucking pedophile. And then ever since then, he has done everything to prove to me that, All the allegations were correct. (laughs) He's done whatever he could to make a defender of his say, like, oh, I think this guy is absolutely lying.
1: Yeah. And without without mental health, this show is not happening right now, I don't think.
0: That's very true. Yeah. So I'm certainly a proponent of it. But this individual, I'm not laughing at suicide or anything like that. I'm saying this man is full of (laughs) horseshit. And you know how you can tell is he mentioned he was a funny guy a few moments ago.
1: I know I'm hilarious.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, listen, gang, I know I'm fucking Rodney in the eighties, but
1: <laughs> I know if I was a few generations older that, you know, Richard Pryor would be opening for me, but I, I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> uh, Yeah. So I, I just think he is full of horse shit and it's amazing. You're what you watch this man. I, I, it's in a way it was very exhausting and I couldn't get through it, but I also recommend if you're interested in it, like go back and kind of watch it for yourself. Cause the highs and lows of this madman are truly exhausting.
1: Yeah. Which we're about to see. Oh, is that, what's the next clip? He's losing it.
0: Yeah. Okay. So this is a this is a man on the brink of
1: insanity. I think <laughs> he clearly didn't get help for this. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's amazing. This is a clear-headed mind. <laughs> he's he is at his clearest. He just got out of rehab. He was off, um, and again, he's talking about rehab and everything. And he's like, "Oh, I couldn't even do my Xanax. I don't have a problem with Xanax, but it was kind of a you know a pain that I couldn't do it." And it's like, well. It sounds like you have a little bit of a problem with it. Were you in for that so, or what were you in for? It sounds like a there, with
1: there might be a problem there. I thought he didn't do drugs. I thought that was like his thing.
0: Well, Xanax he can do because it's not, Yeah, it's a prescription drug. I think he's prescribed it. That thing fucks people up. So I hear. Yeah. And that's the other thing. It's like, it's weird for a guy to go again. If you're his audience, maybe you just assume it's for his sex addiction. But it's weird for a guy to say, I have been clean and sober my entire life and I just spent the last month in rehab.
1: Bitching that I couldn't do Xanax. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh cool, well, Chris, enlighten us. What were you in there for? Well, the fact that he's on Xanax explains that stupid shit neck tattoo he got. He looks like one of those SoundCloud rappers.
0: <laughs> uh yeah, so he's losing it here, huh? Let's uh let's hear it.
2: But that fucking Dr. Miami thing, man, is just like, he's so annoying. Dude. Everybody knows you from your what? What what the fuck? I love you like that. What? Whether it's plastic surgery or fucking... You know? (laughs) Shit is a struggle and shit is a fucking... You know, it's all about growth. If you ain't growing, you're dying. (laughs) <laughs> That's what I'm gonna run for when I'm a mayor, the mayor of fucking,
1: the mayor of fucking. Ah, I'm oh, making that a drop. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, I think you won the election long ago. <laughs> <laughs> we
0: fault you for a lot of
1: things, but uh, I don't lack know if of sex ain't one of them. I don't know why you're shooting for mayor, buddy. You uh, you campaigned like you were going for president. <laughs> you, you're the you're the you're <laughs> It's a
0: monarchy, Chris, and you're at the top.
2: I don't know, dude. The whole fucking, yeah, I don't know, man. Well, whatever, fuck it. But uh I love you, motherfuckers. Uh, I love y'all. I love y'all. Why? Um <laughs> Why does he
1: love us? Is that it? That was it? He
0: just seems like a man who's on the brink of... Something like it's rare a guy comes out of rehab and seems more depressed than I've
1: ever seen him. Well, none none of what he just said made any fucking sense.
0: It was utter nonsense. It's a guy losing it, as I eloquently said. There, I think
1: lost completely.
0: Uh What do we got now? Growth. Well, the man has grown. He's done a lot of growing, and I think we're about to see an example of that. And then, fucking halfway through, they were like, "Do what? you want to- where this guy come from?" <laughs> Wait a second. He was crying a second ago. <laughs> the ebbs and flows. Living with him, as I said last week, his poor wife, living with him must be fucking exhausting. Uh,
1: I bet he kills himself before Memorial Day. I think he's going to... Jesus. Gonna, I I think he's going to probably murder somebody.
0: Well, I hope... No, Jesus Christ, guys. I hope none
1: of that happens. He's manic, dude. He, I, I would... I'd be like, no, Chris, I think you should actually go to rehab this month. Yeah, he seems manic for sure, and
0: I think he needs genuine help, not help that he's, I believe, pretending to get. I believe he got it, but I don't think he had the revolutionary experience that he's claiming to have. Staying
1: at Schaub's house for a month does not count as rehab. (laughs) (laughs) I got you, guy. (laughs) You're looking good, Papa. (laughs) All
2: right, let's hear this growth. Tell me what's up, daddy. (laughs) And then fucking halfway through, they were like, do you want the thing for your headache with the caffeine or without? And I was like, this is for coffee headaches. Give me the caffeine. Holy
1: fucking goddamn shit. It's still playing. Well, He's the it. nurse hot. Oh my God. That was soft. God damn it. That was going to be. I thought you paused it. No, I was just like, wait a minute. I saw you about to go talk. I'm like, that's still going. Good Lord.
0: All right. We got to count again. Yeah. And then we'll go back and actually listen, but go back. I want to count how many, how long that was, because this is. Again, I'm getting a new phone. If I'm just listening to this, I'm like, something is clearly wrong with my device. <laughs>
2: Without. And I was like, this is for coffee headaches. Give me the caffeine. One, two, three, four, five. Why was six. the nurse hot? <laughs> Fuck. God damn it. That was going to be funny. Whatever, dude. Don't oh, you got to rewind. I'm sorry. Got,
0: silly me. I stepped on his brilliant line. I was too busy counting like a silly goose. What is it? This is for coffee. It's always good to have six seconds of silence before your next thought.
1: Why was you know, the of course, nurse? They hot. say
0: timing is everything. Maybe don't take a six second pause before this great joke. You're about to land
1: as he's not talking to, he's rolling his finger. Like he's like, let's go. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Why was the nurse hot? Fuck. God damn it. That was going to be funny. Whatever, dude. Don't have hot nurses in rehab. So, we, like a
1: guy who's learned a lot, huh? speaking like a guy that we, I think we cracked the code on why he was there.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's see, speaking like a guy who had sex addiction, but he has kicked it clearly. I don't have his wife. Clearly, when you've been out of rehab for a week and you're still thinking how hot the nurses are, this is no longer a man who's a sex addict. He's his,
1: cured. His wife must be fuming when she hears things like that.
0: <sighs> it's sad because I think it seemed like maybe. She's part of, she's an enabler and like kind of part of the problem. You think I don't like know if she, she think, lets him get away with a lot. It seems
1: they must like, I'd bet so much money that they have an open relationship. They, they would have to,
0: right? There's no way she would put up with that bullshit.
1: Cause if, if it's the money she's attracted to, just get divorced. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> You'll do. Okay. You'll get half of his money. And I don't even I don't
0: know. know. Yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe she. Good for him. Good for her if she's like sticking by him, supporting him. But he must be fucking exhausting to live with.
1: Oh, I know. I don't. I want to know um what his net worth is.
0: Probably not that much. I mean, I mean, I bet he does well on the road and shit. But like, I would imagine. Yeah, he probably still has to work. I'm gonna
1: say like thirty five. No, he has like some TV shows and shit. Not starring roles. Oh, yeah. Oh,
0: he was in Whitney. I'm, that probably paid well.
1: Yeah. What but, do you think but, it is? I have the number 15. Yeah, you're way closer. It was 10.
0: Yeah. I, I wanted to guess lower, but I wasn't sure.
1: Had I known that Bill Burr is about 12, <laughs> I would have guessed differently. Yeah. <laughs> How is that possible?
0: That can't be right. He may, I, as I said, I calculated he made about $3 million at Fenway that's, in one night.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That can't be right
0: but
1: yeah anyways this clip's not over oh my god we're halfway through let's
0: hear uh so there's hot nurses
2: what else always a struggle um yeah dude so uh always a struggle but yeah so um (laughs) yeah man it's all good seems it (laughs) terrible podcast
1: I think he's super uncomfortable with his life uh, Bill Burr
0: ranting for an hour or Nick DiPaolo like they're skilled at it Uh, Tim Dillon who even like he has his producer but he's able to rant for an hour this guy doesn't have enough thoughts to talk by himself for an hour the thoughts aren't there it's just it's not his fault it's a tough thing to do but he's not equipped to do a solo podcast.
1: No, no. DePaulo got so good at it.
0: DePaulo was a good radio guy. I wish he didn't go down the way of like real far right. I know.
1: Shit, oh, he's my very good. God. At it. I know. Like he had this. He had this one bit on one of his old. I have. Um, I used to collect like the DVDs back when mm-hmm. those were still a thing. I forget what the special's called. One of his first ones, and uh, he has this wicked funny joke about uh, you know kids asking athletes to like hit two home runs for me tonight yeah or yeah. something and he's like yeah great my kid's cancer is gonna depend on fernando tatis going deep twice tonight <laughs> <laughs>
0: he's great with reference just names yeah like that. exactly exactly <laughs> fernando tatis
1: <laughs> he's so fucking funny i wish he was he's still in not, new york he's one of the
0: great he's very very underrated that's the, the
1: part that sucks about him moving to georgia is he's not on any of these other shows anymore
0: I know you kind of you you lose him a little bit
1: and that's that because I'm not going to go listen to him you know I do a show that's basically going to cover everything he's going to cover in the morning <laughs> yeah right <laughs> yeah. so I have no use to listen to it which sucks what's uh? all right um, Thanks, yeah Adelia, what's I, next? now what we said earlier makes sense uh, the tell is back <laughs> <laughs> yeah so
0: we're out of the Christmas season don't forget yeah. so you know the, the, the season has changed but the tell has not. I think, again, it's very subtle. Chris is a subtle, nuanced guy. <laughs> so, again, you know, keep your ears peeled here. Make sure you've got your listening hats on. Because only an astute observationalist will pick up on what I'm trying to tell you here.
2: First time I talked to my wife two weeks in... Just fucking, I'm coming up. I want the. <laughs> oh, he does not like no. talking about that wife. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> two, two weeks in, he,
1: in his head, it's like I fucked six other chicks. <laughs> so he starts singing. <laughs> so he does it.
0: <laughs> And uh, he didn't sing the entire podcast. I was waiting for. It. I was like, good for him. This is the first time he mentioned his wife. I swear to God.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, what's funny is I I like to picture that uh. He, he met a genie and he was like, What's up, genie? Like, did you like, you have three wishes, wishes, Chris? And the first one he said is, Every time I'm about to talk about how I cheat on my wife, can you please just make me sing?
0: <laughs> stop me in song. Because I cannot stop myself.
2: <laughs> I'm coming up. I want the world to know. I hung up. I'm coming up. Oh, I want the. Dude, it was. For real, honestly, when I talked to my wife two Ooh. weeks in <laughs> after not talking, you know what it was like, dude? No. The internet, oh, yeah, that's right. This fucking, I forgot about this. This internet doesn't work.
1: <laughs>
2: um, what's the fucking? Well, that's, uh, uh,
1: that's actually pretty funny because it's like, you know, it's like, oh man, the internet doesn't work. So it's, yeah. So, not you know,
0: boy, he plays after that. Uh, I didn't want to play it because, uh, Look at demonetized. But, YouTube. <laughs> uh, black, uh, Back in black by ACDC <laughs> is what him talking to his wife is like. Apparently, uh, it, it, it's y- you know it's like very embarrassing, and you can tell a marriage is struggling is when a guy is talking about how great his marriage is nonstop. Oh, and not just saying like, "Hey, how's your marriage?" Oh, it's great. I, I'm, and I'm being honest, it's weird. I'm in a good You're not going to believe this. It's like so good. <laughs> it's when they bring it up. You're not asking them. And they're like, my, my wife, oh, it makes me want to sing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, I think this guy's probably lying. I think so. Yeah, so the wife. There's a very obvious tell when when the wife wants to talk about something or be talked about, he bursts into
1: song. <laughs> I, lo- I love I love yeah. that. That might be the funniest thing he does.
0: It's it's something to keep an eye on for sure.
1: Many um, more? <laughs> his wife his, his wife's trying to find him while she thinks she's cheating, walking in the halls of a a hotel, and you just hear in the distance like. <laughs> and she's so she's no she's getting she's getting warmer yeah, he just, feels her presence <laughs> <laughs> either that or like uh one of the one of the the preteens is like uh uh is your wife gonna find out about this i'm coming out like he's, just fucking <laughs> c- he's coming in in that situation <laughs> yeah. uh um next clip is he's <laughs> he's cured
0: I think I, you know, I we've had a lot of fun here today on the program. Uh, but after this clip, I think you're going to say this is a guy who has no more issues. They, they're gone. The issues are done.
1: Yeah, I mean, the, there's no tells like uh, he was having trouble with Xanax. He saw a fucking hot nurse and he had to be restrained. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he can't mention his fucking
1: wife without singing. He was, in, he was in a padded room, not because he was crazy, but because he saw a hot
2: woman. <laughs> yeah. But this clip, I think, is going to offset all those things. Nobody fucking chills anymore. I go to my phone for that dopamine hit, dude. Nah, not anymore. Can't do it. I go to my phone. I go to my, I fucking go, I go to fantasy in my head for that dopamine hit. Nah, I don't do that anymore. I mean, I have to stop myself sometimes. (laughs) To get a sex with past sexual partners and shit like that. That would be my escape, dude. So I guess he did kind of talk about it.
0: I mean, that's as close as he gets. And he's taught what he's saying there is, if you didn't pick up on it, is that he used to jerk off to the fantasy of past sexual partners. That's about as a therapist would call that um, separating yourself, (laughs) (laughs) completely, completely stepping outside and uh, trying to separate yourself as far as you can. And he's saying he doesn't do that anymore.
2: That's good. No, yeah. I don't do that anymore. <laughs> See, I mean, I have to stop myself sometimes <laughs> to get a sex with past hold on, sexual hold on, partner. Hold on, hold on. Let's go back. I
0: don't do that anymore. I mean, sometimes I do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do that anymore except for the times I do do it.
1: I have my wife form tackle me every time my phone comes out of my pocket. <laughs> <laughs>
0: He, honestly, he should just link his account to hers so she can see everything he's doing. That would <laughs> I think that's how heavily this guy needs to be monitored.
1: That would literally stop it. Like, any, any text he gets goes to both their phones.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have to stop myself sometimes. To get a sex with past sexual partners and shit like that, that would be my escape, dude, because I don't want to think about me. Goes back to why I like talking to fucking landscapers about how many pots they're planting, the plants they're potting, because what? I don't, because what? I don't, pots they're planting, too, Plant because I don't want to have to talk about me. Sad. But, dude, <laughs> what the
0: fuck? I don't know. I don't know. I've never seen a clearer sign that a man is cured than that inane rant.
1: I hope you guys enjoy this, because this seems like it's going to be a thing for the next few weeks. Well, might be show. a
0: staple, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> um, we're on the last clip, by the way. Uh.
0: Yeah, so if I remember correctly, uh, and, you know, we've talked about before, it's cool that you get to see on podcasts like Sam Murill and Mark Norman workshop bits, you know, and you get to hear them in their, in, in their infancy. You get to hear the early stages of a joke and uh, eventually you get to hear what it turns into. I think at the very least here, we've got the name of the special, if nothing else.
2: Oh, God one well, of my therapists told me that I should fucking imagine myself as seven years old, meet myself on the porch and then bring myself to my mom and my dad and talk to them and fucking make sure that I could take care of them and then open up literally my chest and open up my heart physically, actually, because there was a door on my chest and imagine it and then imagine my seven-year-old crawling in there and closing the door on him and I know no matter what I do in my life, he's also there too and I'm like, okay but I imagined myself seven years old, not this size of Jiminy Cricket. Hold on. So now I got this big... (laughs) I mean, am I right, folks?
1: How could I fit in there? (laughs) Is is not the size of Jiminy Cricket the name of the special?
0: (laughs) No, no, no. (laughs) That's a great one, though.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, and what's the deal with packing peanuts? (laughs) His special's going to be called Size Matters.
0: <laughs> no, we'll get there. Believe me. But so far, I was like, "Do you get what he's saying?"
1: Basically, pretend like your kids with you, so you stop acting like a shithead. No, 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 no.
0: Pretend like you're a seven year old, and what would you as seven say if they got inside of you now? Like, what would you as a seven year old say inside of your, you know, your your current state? And he's like, "Well, a seven year old couldn't fit inside me." And then the crowd says, but a se- you could certainly fit inside of a seven year
1: old, Chris. <laughs> <couldn't get." laughs>
2: In Let's my life, this. he's also there, too. And I'm like, okay, but I imagined myself seven years old, not the size of Jiminy Cricket. Oh, boy. So now I got this big-ass, lumpy seven-year-old sitting in my fucking chest, just knees up in his fucking mouth, oh all God, crunched into my off. chest. And that's where I am in this fucking, you know what I mean, trans state. And I'm still crying, but I'm like, hey, it doesn't really fit. ha <laughs> ha! Dude. All bunched up. Can his dinosaur if dinosaur can't fit? He wants a dinosaur. It doesn't fit in it. Oh, Hold man. on. It's a, it's a fun oh, image. Boy.
0: You understand, right? It's a f you're not laughing. It's a fun image. A seven-year-old couldn't fit in his chest. Mm-hmm. You know? Seven-year-olds, while small for humans, are still pretty they're big objects. They're huge. You understand? That wouldn't get inside of it. It doesn't make any sense.
1: I have a seven-year-old. He couldn't fit in my chest. Exactly. He's a bigger guy. I'm going to go look at him and go, oh. (laughs) oh, oh.
0: I can imagine you you all crumpled up. You're
1: no Jiminy Cricket, son. I'm going to go, son, you don't know what I'm picturing right now, but it's hilarious.
0: (laughs) But you and all your friends will be watching it on on the next Netflix special. Well, definitely not Netflix, but...
2: Should have told me. I, I I should imagine him the size of a fucking mouse. Seven year old in my chest and right. shit. Seven year old in my chest. Is that the is that the
1: special? Yeah. <laughs> Seven year old in my chest. It should, I think a special should be called "Part of Me on a Seven Year Old's Chest." <laughs> 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 uh, a seven-year-old and then he
0: repeats it like it's so profound
1: seven-year-old in my chest. i'm just imagining his one-man show i'm just imagining my wife walking by as i said that last thing out loud
0: <laughs> <laughs> seven-year-old in my chest the lights dim everyone <laughs> applauds
1: yes he, chris he's gonna do a thing and he's gonna try to come across as a profound one-man show his next thing
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah, I could definitely see that. He already thinks of himself. This is like him and Chubb think they're intellectuals,
1: <laughs> and uh, Callan, too, for that matter. Callen is funny though. If he's not with them,
0: I so I think call I'll, I'll be on. Uh, Who are these podcasts? Oh, by the way, can you do one o'clock on Wednesday? Uh, well, we'll talk about it after. <laughs> uh, but I'll be on. Who are these podcasts? And. Um, uh we I think we're gonna do the fighter and the kid. Mm-hmm. Cause Carl said that like so we both talked about the same Chet Hanks episode last week. But uh I guess we pointed out something. Carl was like, y- you guys pointed out that Callen is so frustrated <laughs> yes. having this this lummox as his
1: partner. <laughs> oh yeah.
0: So I think that's what we're gonna be pointing out on um next Thursday's episode of WATP. Excellent. Excellent.
1: Uh, all right. I think that's it. I'm exhausted. <laughs> I have to like take a shower after listening to this.
0: <laughs> it's a lot. Uh, yeah, you guys let me know how much more Delia you can take. I understand it's very exhausting. Oh, I could do I this. Hope, I could do this. I hope all you're enjoying it. it. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: Does the chat seem to be liking it? They seem to be enjoying making fun of them.
0: Yes. Well, yeah. I, yeah no, I didn't think they were <laughs> leaving us to listen to the podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. So, uh, maybe we'll keep. Keep an eye on old Crystalia And uh, last night on WATS, someone you know. I've always said I want I like I like a nice intro and outro, mm-hmm. but I've never been able to come up with a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, someone on the voicemail last night suggested "See you never" as my sign off. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think I'm gonna try, I think I'm gonna try it out for a few weeks. See yeah, how it I feels. See you never. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fun. <laughs> See you never, unless you get really, really close to me. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And even then. Uh, So remember,
0: folks, go to blindmike.net. That's where you can support this program. Um, Patreon is where you can support us. Oh, we have new shirts, uh, the Danny's Bar, Grill, and Pharmacy shirts for Quincy or Up, as well as a bunch of other merch. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you'd rather just support the show for free, I understand. You can do that at Apple, Spotify, YouTube. Um, and the more you do on all those platforms, the more it helps the algorithm. The more it lets other people see us, particularly on YouTube. You know, if you like and comment and all that shit, then um, more people will see the episodes and hopefully get turned onto the podcast. So do all of that if you'd be so kind. And also go to uh, verygoodshow.org. What's yeah. coo- what's cooking over there these days? Uh,
1: new episode up. Uh, toilet tadpoles. Uh, come listen to us talk about my gay dad.
0: Alright. Well,
3: <laughs> see you never folks. <laughs> Sappers through the way, everyone all the way. If I tell you you've got a homicide, buddy, you've got a
1: homicide. I hope to hear from you soon.
3: Until then, have yourself a great day and as always, rock on. Bye. Stop the
0: baloney, huh? What kind of statement is that?
3: All right. All right. All right. All right. All right.